Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll free number 800 951 the website at allamericangold.com. And morning, wherever you are, uh, if, all you podcasters all over the world, uh, thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. Obviously, Arizona, Colorado, Wyoming, uh, Nebraska, uh, Wichita. I see you, all you listeners out there. You know what? I don't know. Maybe California is starting to turn into a, a hotbed of conservatism. A lot more listeners uh, coming out of California as the world uh, continues to find us here. Uh, and Jason, it is a hump day Wednesday in the madness. You know, yesterday, uh, we had, you know, one of those dead cat bounces on Wall Street. The Dow was up like 400 points yesterday. Oh, it's getting ugly. It could be a thousand points down or more today. Right now, down 650. Uh, the S&P's down almost 100 points. The Nasdaq's down almost 300 points. Uh, gold's hanging in there. Gold's just hanging out here. Uh, 18.14 right now on, on gold and silver. Also just hanging out here around 21.50 right now as uh, once again when we start to focus in on reality. Not this fake talk by Jay Powell and his other central bank cronies. I don't know when are we going to start demanding we get rid of this central bank. When is that going to happen? How much higher do prices need to go? By the way, and and again, I, you know what? I'll give myself a self high five. I'll pat myself on the back. J.P. Morgan. Gas prices are going to average $6.20 a gallon this summer. I mean, think about it. Here in Arizona, everybody uh, is trying to not go to five. Everyone's four ninety nine nine right? Everywhere. Uh, I got bad news for everybody. Uh, it's not stopping at four ninety nine nine. It's not stopping at 5 Uh I, I think, Jason, we'll be fortunate. If it only goes to six twenty, is that average for regular unleaded? Is that is that what they're saying? That is average price for regular unleaded six twenty. That was JP. So uh, that was actually late yesterday. Uh, crude oil inventory reports. Uh, I'll, I'll just give you the headlines. Total crude supplies, whether it was the API or the Department of Energy, big negatives. They were expecting. For crude inventories to build. Both of them were expecting a build of about a million and a half barrels. Because we're pulling all this out of the strategic oil reserve. Now, negative uh, 2.4 million to negative 3.4 million. Take your pick. Cushing, Oklahoma. And why is Cushing, Oklahoma important? Well, that's what they base uh, the NYMEX contract on. It's very important. Both both reported big drops in Cushing, Oklahoma. The biggest drops going back to last year. Uh, 3 million to 2.4 million barrels less. Gasoline. This one really, I was, 
Well, and I get it, right? They're so worried about diesel that they're going to make more diesel, less gasoline. Gasoline, both the government and the API, essentially down 5 million barrels on gasoline, uh, which was enormous. The distillates, that's where you get your diesel. That's where you get your jet fuel. All of that stuff that they did, they only got a gain of a million barrels. Uh, so this was a, a this was a, not a good report. This was not what they were hoping for. Uh, and, and, and again, I don't know. I don't know what they're looking at. It's really simple math. Our refiners are operating at a level that they shouldn't be operating at. They're in the mid-90s. They're essentially running at full capacity. Stuff is starting to break. We're exporting a bunch of fuels to Europe. And, and Jason, it's getting worse, not better. That's why when I tell you what, you know, when we sit there and say, hey, this is what's going to happen. I'm not guessing. No guess. China's reopening. Shanghai, I got a feeling by Monday, Shanghai's going to be reopened. That alone, that alone is probably another dollar a gallon. So J.P. Morgan coming out and saying 620, and, and people acting, oh, oh, that's a, no. They're not guessing either. This thing is, uh, and again, we talk about inventory levels. The lowest inventory levels in all of these in decades. And I'm not talking about two decades. We're talking about four decades, five decades. Some of them, we've never had this low of inventory since we've been keeping records. Uh, and Jason, it's uniform. Uh, we had earnings out today. Uh, Target, Lowe's, TJ Maxx, absolute disasters. You know, yesterday, Walmart was a disaster. Their stock was down 10% yesterday. Target's down 25% today, Jason, because they just simply said prices are going up faster than we can raise them. We're about 420 a gallon here, Joe, and uh, so 620 would be like 50%. So I guess what would that be, uh, crude at like 160 a barrel, something like that? Yeah, well, and again, I think we're going to see crude. You know, right now, crude's, you know, 100 and. 110 to 115. Uh, it's all about crack spreads. I think we're going to see crude hit a new all-time high, but even at $130, uh, that could be enough to get us to six. We'll talk about all of these things when we return. Take the radio news hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Pick the radio news hour. Joe and Jason here. By the way, just to add more fuel to the uh, the the crisis that is coming at the pump. You know, I want to give a little perspective, just just a little perspective. A year ago, one year ago, which I want to say, a year ago, I started warning you about oil in general, but neither here nor there. You are spending double double now what you were spending a year ago. So a year ago, if you were spending $2,500 a year on gasoline, you're not spending five grand. And when I'm right, notice when I said when, when I'm right, that number is going to jump from, think about it, from 2500 to 7500 uh, That That would be a 
thousand dollar a year increase. Imagine if you got a raise of five thousand dollars, which most people, when you get a raise, it's not that big. But let's just say you did. Just the gasoline price alone would have eaten it all up, right? Not to mention all the other things that go along with it, and, and uh, to make it worse, OPEC came out right after the inventory numbers came out yesterday. And they said, and this was this was from Saudi Arabia, the, the head guy, you know, the guy that said, hey, I'm old. <laughs> Remember I told you about him last week when he said, hey, listen, we got a big problem. And, and I want people to understand. I want you to understand this. $2 gasoline, $3 gasoline isn't coming back. This isn't like 2008, for those of you that remember 08. Remember, we had about a month where gasoline prices spiked up. And then they went back down again. It's not happening this time. The world has made a decision to underinvest, and this is what we're going to live with. Uh, but OPEC came out said physical impediments that no producer can solve are working right now in the oil markets. Do not expect any increase in supply coming online from OPEC. So again, remember, China's going to reopen. That is more people than the United States has that's going to emerge out of lockdown. They've been locked down for months. And remember, I, I was warning you back in March. Wait till China reopens. We got a break here. The only reason why crude oil gasoline stopped that first time. Remember when gas started rising, it got up to about four, four fifty, four sixty, four seventy, and then kind of stopped. And then actually, there was a couple weeks it went down ten or fifteen cents. It was only because China locked down half a billion people. Now they're coming back online. OPEC, Saudi Arabia just admitted, listen, the extra supply you thought we have, we don't have it. We, 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 in other words, if all of our equipment was working perfectly, and you got to remember, OPEC's not just Saudi Arabia, it's all their other members. All the equipment worked perfectly. We may have an extra million barrels. Saudi Arabia said, hey, uh, all the equipment isn't working. And by the way, uh, we got the same problem. A bunch of the stuff we need, uh, it's going to be another six or eight weeks. And by the time we get that, something else is going to break. So, Jason, uh, get ready. Under your scenario, you're making uh, traveling a privilege because uh, basically you said if yeah, last year you're about two hundred dollars a month gas, that'd be like a, I think a family amount. Uh, uh, yeah, that, right. Yeah. So, and, so and, again, and that's I'm, assuming I'm looking you at, don't have two or three teenagers driving. I'm looking at the price you said from last year to this year, and then where you say it's going to go. That's four hundred and twenty dollars a month. You're adding to your bills. I don't know how many families are going to be able to afford from last year to later this year four hundred and twenty dollars. A month more than what they were paying. That's uh, that's that's extremely bad. 
They have no idea. No idea. Wait, and, and again, that's on top of what do you think happens to your power bill? Where do you think power comes from? It comes from oil and natural gas. Natural gas, which is two or three dollars all the time, is now eight to nine dollars. Right? Crude oil. We keep talking about these crack spreads. The price of the barrel of oil is bad. Right, 110, 115 bucks, that's bad. But when you're adding 50 to 60 dollars a barrel, because that's what's happening on the open market and on these cash markets. Anybody that's got any oil or any diesel fuel or any gasoline, they're, they're spending 50 to 60 dollars above what the fake paper price on Wall Street is. And see, all of this is coming home to roost. All the fake Wall Street prices are coming home to roost. Gold, silver, these prices are, this is baloney pricing. Nobody actually believes it. Anybody in the physical gold and silver market believe what Wall Street says, the spot prices? They're kidding themselves. In the energy sector, they're like, and you're kidding yourself. The Dow right now, it's 31000 in change. And I'm telling you right now, they're kidding themselves with that price. And the difference is the commodities, they're underpricing. The paper nonsense, they're overpricing. And, and here's the reality. Look at what Walmart and Target and Lowe's and TJ Maxx, I mean, Home Depot, I don't know what happened. They're like the lone exception, which makes me believe that there was a lot of sand in their number the other day. But but let's just say somehow some Home Depot was the exception. Every other retailer is saying, listen, uh, you're 8% inflation. That's a lie. That's a lie. We can't raise prices fast enough. Uh, how, how in the world does Target fall 25%? Walmart falls 10% in a single day when they, we just announced retail sales yesterday and they were up 1%. That's huge. I mean, you analyze that, you're like, hey, re retail sales are up 12%. Joe, I can, I can uh, explain the Home Depot a little bit. I would say that uh, uh, selling homes got a little harder because there's uh, a little, you know, it's not as easy. And, uh, hey, uh, since uh, I'm competing against the other homes that are for sale, I better fix a few things uh, so I can get mine sold. That might be why that number went up and the others maybe, didn't. Maybe, I guess Lowe's today kind of, because Lowe's was also horrible today. So, uh, again, who, I, I'm not sure. Uh, but either way, I don't expect it to continue. Um, Jay Powell and all his cronies, again, doing you a disservice by telling you and lying to you about, oh, we can have a soft landing. Uh, according to the uh, world CEOs, that ain't happening. CNBC today said the conference board measure for CEO sentiment said that now 57% expect the economy to sustain at the minimum. 
a short, mild recession. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, that's not happening. It's not going to be short, and it's not going to be mild. But the, the here's the thing, is now 60% of them are saying, yeah, we got a problem. And, and I'm, I'm going to say this. After the earnings season is over, I bet you that number is going to be 80%, Jason. Uh, yeah, I agree with that, Joe. It's uh, it, it looks very, very bleak. And it, I, let me ask you this, Joe, when it comes to, uh, to, to homeowners, because I've, I've been hitting a lot of people, you know, they, they feel like they're kind of rich because all this equity has gone up in their home. You know, they, hey, I got 300,000 equity. I got 400,000 equity. I'm thinking about just selling my house. I, mean, I have a whole big pile of cash. Why do I get the feeling that that's such a bad idea? Because as soon as you get that pile of cash, this this inflation maybe doesn't end for a year or two years or more, and three hundred thousand well, dollars isn't going to go very far, first, is it? Yeah, first you got to hopefully sell the house uh, if you can. Uh, secondly, I'd go the other way. If you could tap your money, I'd tap it. I'd tap all of but it. But keep the home, not because once again, right? Stay in the home and then listen. If it all goes back to what happened in in 05, 06, 07, 08, just walk away. Keep the money. Yep. Right? That's what I mean. If you're smart, if you if you ran your home and you treated your home like it was a business, that's what I'd be doing right now. That's what I'd be doing. Of course, I don't know if you can get equity lines and all that anymore. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at mortgage demand. Wow. It, I, it, you, we haven't seen drop-offs in mortgage demand like this, even going back to the housing crash. Uh, applications to buy a home were down double digits again, another 12%. That's It's unheard of. Uh, refinancing is non-existent. Uh, all the mortgage industry, it, it's a tough, tough thing right now for them. Uh, the good ones are going to be the ones that survive. If there's ones out there that, 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 uh, are, are advertising and doing those things, those are the ones you want to do business with because all the rest of them are getting ready to go under, even home builders today. So yesterday we talked about sentiment and how bad that was for the home builders. But now they're saying we're slowing down the homes we're building. We're slowing it down. There's talks now that some of these home builders, Jason, are going to start laying people off. That makes a lot of sense. You know, it's uh, it's when there's uh, less ability to do what you're doing in your market, especially when it was moving as fast as it was, and then it suddenly stops. I mean, once again, you can build all the houses you want, but you got to sell them. And if you got inventory and you can't sell it fast enough, and you know it's all about you know pluses and minuses, it just weeds out the weaker ones. Joe, who's leveraged in the wrong direction? Who's leveraged in the right direction? Right? Yeah, and 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 again, I think uh, Netflix today the layoffs continued there. Uh, they had to announce, hey, listen, we got to lay off even more people. We're seeing, uh, we're starting to see the increase. In the weekly jobless claims, and I, I got to imagine after Target and Walmart and Lowe's, uh, with these earnings seasons, we're going to hear uh, even more uh, about uh, layoffs and those things happening. And and again, it's not just any uh, of those. There, there's nowhere to hide in any of this. There's nowhere where I, I'm sitting there and saying, "Well, here's here's a place that seems to be." 
doing well. And then, you know, we talked about India uh, banning wheat exports. Uh, CNBC finally produced a list of all these countries banning food exports. Argentina banning exports of soybean oil, soybean meal. They're banning, listen to how long they're banning it till. December 31st, 2023. Algeria, pasta, wheat, vegetable oil, sugars. Uh, Egypt, vegetable oil, maize, wheat, flour, oils, lentils, pastas, beans. Uh, India, banning its wheat imports, in, or exports. Indonesia, palm oil, palm kernel oil, Iran. To, to potatoes, eggplants, tomatoes, onions, Kazakhstan, wheat and wheat flour. Uh, and Jason, the, uh, the list goes on and on. How about this? Ukraine. We're not going to export it if they could, but they're not exporting wheat, oil, sugars. And the list just goes on and on and on. What do you think the prices are going to do? Patriot Radio News Hour. Wake up. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe, let me let me uh, jump in on that last thing you were talking about before you move into the next thing because you 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 move fast. Everyone that listens to Joe, you know how fast he moves. I want to say something about uh, when people hear about shortages in like palm oils and vegetable oils and wheat and corn. Uh, you got these guys out there, especially the KHC audience. A lot of people try to eat a, a clean diet. It was like, well, I don't eat processed oils. That stuff's bad for you. It'll it'll kill you. I don't eat I don't eat a bunch of grains. That sounds, I, I eat the caveman diet. I have vegetables and I eat meat. The, when Joe talks about shortages in palm oils and vegetable oils and stuff that you don't want to eat, that's a problem for every diet, and I'll tell you why. Those oils are preservatives. Those, the the shelf-stable preserved junk foods and chips and crackers and things that use that stuff, if, they, if we don't have enough of that and you're eating that clean diet, what's going to happen when they run out of all that junk food? They're going to come right for your meat and vegetables. So it's, it's, it, it affects everybody. It doesn't matter if you don't eat those foods. There's only so much food that's on the shelf, right, Joe? Once it runs out, they'll, it doesn't matter what diet you have. They'll come for whatever they, they can get their hands on, Joe. So it's, it's very, very important that when there's shortages in stuff like vegetable oils and you, if you try to stay away from it, it doesn't matter, Joe. It affects the, what, what's sitting on the shelf. Expect your Joe. And I want people to understand a lot of these countries, you're like, well, why do I care? But they're huge suppliers in very specific things. You know, when we talk about India bans wheat, India is one of the ten largest wheat exporters in the world. Right? When we sit there and we talk about Indonesia is banning palm oil. They're the largest supplier of palm oil. So... When I was going through those, and I didn't even touch them all, but the, the, these are just the ones that they are significant to the supply chain. They're significant to it. And, and of course, they built this whole world on just enough, right? We got everything stripped down to perfection, right? Because, again, right, it's all about stock. Hey, if we, can, if we don't have to buy... Extra palm oil, well, we can look at our earnings can be better, right? All that stuff. Uh, and, of course, now we're seeing what's happening. I, I will say we were at the grocery store yesterday. This is the second time I've been there in, the, like, the last week 
and we we're just there. We we're just picking up a, a, a couple of things. It's incredible what's happening to the prices of everything. The shelves, like I. So this time, Jason, I did deliberately uh, go to the baby aisle. <laughs> I should have took a picture. They've got nothing. There, there's no baby formula on the shelf. There's a bunch of signs. There are signs saying, hey, here's why there's no baby formula on the shelf. You know, and, and this was at a Walmart because, you know, they don't want the, hey, don't yell at us, right? Here's why there's no baby formula on the shelf. And then, of course, uh, they're saying that, hey, by the way, if we have any, you're limited to how many that you can buy. Uh, this morning, Walmart said that all their, uh, their customers now, Jason, are starting to switch to the private label. Be- and again, this is just another sign. I think all of this, uh, we, we talked about the credit cards. Uh, we're, we're getting really close to max capacity here. And I, and I think this is like a tidal wave happening to the consumers right now. Well, congressional Democrats have a $28 million plan they unleashed yesterday saying that oh, we'll, we'll throw some money at it. I don't know if babies can eat cash, Joe, but uh, I don't think it's going to magically make baby formula. You know, it's, it's so funny when, when the, the Congress and when the government just says, we'll throw some money at it. Well, how does that fix that there's none available to begin with? Right, Joe? <laughs> what are the babies going to eat? Paper? <laughs> I mean, it is kind of funny. <laughs> $28 million is going to fix this? Well, what, how does that bring more baby formula here? You can't just magically make it happen. Money doesn't just magically make baby formula show up, Joe. It's, it's just- yeah, and, and again, I think it's something where all, for a lot of people, uh, they're going to be very, caught very much off guard uh, when they realize, wait, you know, I keep saying October. Wait till you see what happens in June, in July, in August, in September, before we even get to October. Um, I, I, again, it, it's it's going to get much, much worse. And I hate to say it. I want to be wrong, but you know I'm right. You know, listen, this is what I do. I watch all of this stuff so you don't have to. And I know, listen, if you want unicorns, turn on CNBC. Right? And they, they can give you the the positive spin on things. But the problem is, it's just the spin. It's not the reality. It's not even close to the reality. Uh, things that we're not paying attention to, the SEC. Now remember, they make all these rules. There's no vote in Congress. You're not going to call up your congressman and... Tell them to vote no on on this bill. We already told you about the ESG that's going to go into effect at the end of this year. Matter of fact, I want to say sometime in, I want to say October, they're actually supposed to release what the exact rules are going to be for publicly traded companies to report about their carbon. (laughs) So think about this. There's another expense to all these companies. But of course, I told you, not only they got to report about their own company, they got to report to anybody that supplies them stuff, anybody that trucks their stuff, anybody that touches that company, they got to report their ESG scores. The SEC right now 
is in discussions to force your employer 401ks to no longer. So 401k fees are still way too high. That's why I say, you know, call Joey, call my son, he can help you, and he's going to save you a boatload of money, but neither here nor there. They're now saying that they want them to get away from just buying, you know, because how did, how did they get the, 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 the expenses down? Well, they, they just started buying index funds, right? They just started buying uh, things that, that are cheaper, right? Instead of uh, individual stocks, they just buy uh, the index fund. They, they're, they're talking about, well, we may need to get rid of that. Because, you know, the problem is by doing that, now you're going to be supporting uh, companies that don't have a good ESG score. And just imagine what it would look like. Now your 401ks, your fees are going to go way back up, but now uh, you're only allowed to invest in, in companies who've got a quote-unquote good ESG score. Jason, this thing is getting absolutely ridiculous. We'll talk a little more about that when we get back. Uh, this is Patriot Trade News Hour. We'll be, we'll be right back, guys. 800-951-0592, uh, the Dow's down about 750, the Nasdaq's down 100, the, uh, or I'm sorry, the S&P down 100, the Nasdaq down 350, uh, crude oil, uh, right now, it's, it's at 110 and change, it's, it's down, only it's gonna stay down, I think this is the, hey, here's your last chance to get out of your shorts before it goes higher, uh, after those oil inventory reports. Gold has gone higher now. Gold's up six right now, uh, eighteen twenty-two. Silver uh, getting ready to uh, go higher as well here now. Back to twenty-one sixty. I've got a, a nice deal here on some ten-dollar liberties. These are the eighteen sixty-six to nineteen oh seven. All of you know why we love pre thirty-three gold the best. You can buy it, sell it, trade it. You don't have to worry about a 1099 and giving out your Social Security number, any of that stuff, and that pre-33 gold, and it's considered a collectible. You know, a lot of people have been talking about, are we going to go to a new form of, uh, when we go to this digital money, is it going to be commodities back? In other words, like like the Middle East, as example, we're going to have a digital money, but we're going to back it with crude oil. Uh, China and Russia, right, we're going to back it with gold. Are we going to have to do uh, the same thing? Remember in 1933 when they confiscated gold, the only gold you could keep was collectible gold coins, and then you couldn't own gold for 40 years. Uh, one of the other things of why we love it so much it's the one form of gold you can't put into a gold and silver IRA. Think about that. You can put gold bars in an IRA. You can put Krugerrands in it. You can put Maple Leafs in it, Gold Eagles in it, Buffaloes in it. You can put proof gold uh, in it. Know what you can't put in it? The one gold that's considered a collectible pre-1933 U.S. minted gold $10 liberties today. I got them on sale at $1,075. If you buy five or more, I'll get you five different dates. And Jason, that just tells you about supply in gold. 
We used to do these these date sets. There was always 10 different dates. And every once in a while I said, hey, I can get you 20 dates. We're down to five dates because there's that. There's just not a lot of gold out there. Yeah, that's what's cool about the uh, the gold that we sell. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, and Joe's done this longer uh, with Patriot than I have, but when, some, when somebody sits down and they either first couple of times or the first time they buy gold, they just they can't believe they're holding something from the 1800s in their hand. It's just it's it's shocking, right, Joe? That that uh, you have a coin in your hand, very affordable versus and, the gold and, price. And again, that looks as good as it does, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, th- these aren't worn flat, and they don't bent or holes in them or anything like that. It's really great looking material. Uh, gold's up eight now, eighteen twenty-five. Uh, ten dollar liberties at a thousand seventy-five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I got the last of the half dollars that we've had on sale now uh, for most of the week. Here we got about fifty rolls of these half dollars left. Listen, it's the best deal in town. Uh, at two hundred and forty dollars a roll, if you want to add some silver to it, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Very interesting, though, with the SEC and the four hundred one case. Just imagine, you think crude oil is expensive now? Imagine if the SEC says, "Okay, you can't put four hundred one k into energy stocks. You can't put it into natural gas. You can't put it into crude oil." Right? Uh, hey, I don't know. What if Amazon doesn't pass the muster? Well, Amazon, you know, come on, look at you. You you use trucks and cars and shit. Everything ship, ship, ship. That costs energy. Uh, this would be a dramatic change in in people's investments. I mean, four hundred one ks are already robbery. You know, they took away your pensions and gave you these four hundred one ks. And right now, I know people's four hundred one ks are getting. Uh, crushed out there, but now all of a sudden they're going to tell you what you can or cannot invest in, Jason. I talked to three guys, I'd say over the last month, maybe month and a half, and you tell me, Joe, if this is something, it seems like this this is one of those things that makes me scratch my head and wonder if, if you know, how, how planned is this stuff, but essentially all three of these guys are retiring uh, around December, and I'm thinking... Man, what's going to happen between now and December when they go to get their 401ks, Joe? That's that's what I'm wondering. It's like, I think I don't know, Joe, if you've uh, talked to anybody that's retiring uh, later this year, but the guy's counting down the days. I got I got 250 days, and I'm thinking, man, he's he's almost timing it in the most the the worst time. Why didn't you retire last year? It's the first thing I was thinking. I didn't. Want, you know what I mean, Joe? I, how many people are going to retire later this year? Hey, because the end of the year is a good time because they don't have to worry about a lot of paperwork for uh, the next year when it comes to working, right? So I, you know, it's uh, your, your October thing, and where's the stock market going to be then? Where's your four hundred one k is going to be? Because now the big, the big ones, the big hitters are starting to lose some ground, Joe. Yeah, here I'll give you guys out uh, my son's number. Believe me, call him six zero two nine zero nine nine zero four eight. Uh, and again, for those of you that are maybe away from retirement, maybe you're in your 40s or maybe you're like me, you're like 50, 51, uh, give Joey a call. Maybe a great time to move that 401k. You know, you can't, if you're contributing heavily to your 401k, maybe you back it off right now. And uh, Joey's got some other products that you could do to make sure you're guaranteed income. Uh, but, but I'm going to tell you, Jason, this is, this is the slaughter 
that's getting ready to happen. We haven't even seen the the big drops yet here. Uh, and again today, uh, looks like everything's headed towards new lows for the Dow, the S and P, the Nasdaq, uh, and 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 more pain. I I'm gonna I can't even list you. To just today alone, I've seen at least a dozen companies all being downgraded uh, from Walmart and Target to com- companies like WorkStop, as an example, uh, uh, and all of them because, hey, guess what? Inflation's eating away at their profits. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 liberties at 1075 Hey, Jim, how are you? Uh, got customers in here picking up product right now. Uh, we, if you buy five or more, I get you five dates. I wish I could do better, but that's that's just what it is right now. Uh, the half dollar rolls at two forty. By the way, uh, Netflix, Better, Noom, Canopy Growth, Robinhood, uh, all companies announcing layoffs today. Before the break, I've seen so many downgrades today. It's I haven't seen this many downgrades. Uh, in a while, uh, and again, as these earnings are coming out, outside, throw Home Depot out, because they were good. Everybody else, and I'm talking about the big hitters, Walmart, Target, Lowe's, TJ Maxx, uh, all missing and missing badly, and, and really, uh, inflation is eating them up, and, th- and this is the big problem. we got rates rising. Uh, inflation rising, and now companies which have been raising prices, raising prices, raising prices are saying, hey, guess what? It's not enough. It's not enough. And now here the earnings come down. This was before this morning. Now, remember, the Dow's down 800 more points today. Just this year, the Dow is down 12.5%. Well, you know, uh, well, let's add another, add another, you know, uh, 2-3%. Well, it's down uh, right now. Uh, 800 points now. So add another 2.5% to that number. So let's call it the Dow down 15%. The S&P down almost 20%. The NASDAQ down almost 30%. And I'm telling you, that's not the bad part. That's not the bad part. Uh, so, so Jason, uh, again, this is what happens when you have a bubble. When you go to, think about this, we're only at three, three quarters of a percent. But the Fed is trying to shrink the money supply. At the same time, the economy's slowing down. At the same time, profits are falling at these major institutions, and it's going to create a, a horrible economic event, Jason. And there's all these uh, guys on the the economic channels are saying that you know they haven't even said that this is an, uh, the markets are crashing. The, the markets are crashing. It's just happening so softly. There's not that one big day. You know, for some reason they have to have that one huge day, right, Joe? But but with uh, the crash in 2020, I'm, I'm getting tired of people saying that the 2020 crash was kind of a fake crash. It was a disguised crash, but it was that was a real the crash. Disguise, yeah. That was a real really bad crash. And here it is. Two, really we're two point. years later. It's doing it. What, what does that mean? It crashes now and then. What? We got a year and a half, and it crashes again. I mean, how many of these are we going to have in, in, in a tighter amount of time, Joe? Well, and again, I think over the next at least the next several years, uh, it's going to be hard, and, and it makes sense. It should be hard because they, they, the 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 Dow when it was at thirty six thousand, it was at thirty six thousand because. 
Interest rates were zero. They were printing money like drunken sailors, right? Uh, sure, it was way overvalued. Even now, here's the problem. It, it, I just gave you those numbers. But then I just told you, I've never seen so many downgrades in a single day in years. I mean, the list was going on. Some of these companies, were they were taking a, a $300 stock and saying it's going to 200 now. $180 stock going to be 130. Uh, a $200 stock is going to be 125. A $30 stock is going to be 11. Joe, what you used to say? Uh, it starts. It starts a little bit at a time, and then all of a sudden, all at once. Huh? Is that how it yeah, works? Yeah, it starts gradually. How do you go bankrupt? Well, a, a little bit at a time, and then all of a sudden. Patriot Radio News Hour. Get that gold and silver put away. 